the devil I know or the devil I don't know. Finally, I had success with going on a dating app date. All I know is that he passed the bar. <laughs> you know when you're saying bye to somebody and you kind of forget that you just met them? Is this my person? I don't fucking know. This guy was 31 and asked me for my Snapchat. He has a girlfriend, for sure. You guys will not believe what just happened. Colby. I, I honestly think that they might believe it because it's just so something that would happen to me. To many people, honestly. Yes. It, would, it could happen to anyone. It's honestly symbolic of my life. Of As just of late. The fact that they don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. We were making cocktails, making margaritas, and we filmed it because it's for an upcoming brand collab I'm doing with Nick Jonas's tequila brand. Love. Villa One. Slay. Slay. Very delicious tequila. And we were making margaritas on camera. All was going swimmingly. All was going so, so smooth and so, so well. And then I was shaking it, like the drink in the shaker. I hand it to Colby. I'm like, Colby, try. Give me a turn. Yeah, I was sweating. Like, I, yeah. sweat is just, that's the thing about winter. It's like you crank your heat up and then you're just like profusely hot in your own apartment. So I'm like sweating in here, shaking this thing. I'm like, Colby, take a turn. And she goes, wouldn't it be funny if the top comes off while <laughs> and I'm shaking it? the whole it? thing just exploded. It was like an intrusive thought. You know, <laughs> intrusive thoughts, how like you're doing something and you're like, what Guys, if? <laughs> I, I honest, okay. And so to complete the story, maybe half a second after I said that, the entire thing did explode all over me. Yes. Um, it literally shot it out. It went across the room. Three seconds after yeah. she said, wouldn't it be funny if the top came off? It was like next shake. The next flew shake, off. the top flew off and we're just, we just watched the video back. We're just sitting there like silently laughing. Yeah, no sound is coming out. No sound. And I'm like, now what do we do? Literally. <laughs> it was like a now what situation. But I told you. I've been psychic recently. Okay. Yes. Maybe that was my psychic intuition. Okay. So you're one of those psychics who gets your your uh, prediction three seconds before it happens. I guess. I mean, that could have saved that could save a lot of tragedies in yeah. the world. Knowing something even just three seconds before gut, it happens. Gut instincts. You got to trust your gut, guys, because truly, if you had trusted your gut and uh, didn't give it that one last shake, it wouldn't have gone everywhere. Nope. No. That's that's very true. Speaking of psychics. <laughs> If you had, this is a question for you and for the listeners. Okay. Please follow up with feedback. But if you got a tarot card reading and you got a card that was the devil. Okay. And the psychic read it to you saying that it was about a former lover who has crept back into your life. Would you listen to the psychic and not move forward with the past lover, or would you see it through? Well, I Take feel the chances. A psychic could tell you something, your friend could tell you something, God could tell you something, and you're still gonna do whatever the heck you wanna do. It's true. So if the ex was like particularly on my mind, I wouldn't give half a rat's behind about what the if psychic the psychic, said <laughs> your friends and everybody around you was like run yes don't do it um but the thought is still top of mind see i feel like with me i don't have like someone like that i would consider 
worth doing that with. But if I, you know, if I still was hung up on someone, I feel like it's one of those things where you just kind of have to like do whatever you have to do to get closure. And that might involve hurting yourself because it's like touching a hot stove, right? You touch the hot stove once. And now like, now, you know, you shouldn't be touching the hot stove, putting your hands near a hot stove. But if it's just like a warm stove, like, you know, just very ever so slightly warm, you might be like, well, maybe I'll touch it. You know, like it won't like kill me. I'll take my chances. It's thrilling. I'll take my chances. So I'll I feel take like, my chances with the devil. Right. Do a deal with the devil. I was listening to this song today and it was like, or there's a quote that this is based off of the devil I know or the devil I don't know. Like I might as well choose the devil I know versus the unknown devil. That's um, very wise. Because they're both devils, but one is one that I'm familiar with and I know. And I think that's why a lot of people go back to their exes because the devil they know, the devil they don't. Might as well know true. You might as well know who's hurting they're you. They're predictable. Yeah, not go out into the wild and experience who the heck knows what. That's the thing about like every first date, every time you meet anyone, like you truly have no idea. Especially what, what like they're a random of. stranger with no mutuals. Yeah, no, you have no idea. We've talked about this before, how you like, you literally have no idea if they cheated on their girlfriend or like their last girlfriend or or still is engaged or married or something. Has a girlfriend. Like we've heard horror stories. We've seen them in the, in the emails, guys. And experienced <laughs> them like via other people actually yeah. and firsthand. Right. People keep secrets. Yeah. People are... The devils we know and the devils we don't. Yep. A lot of devils out there running the world. But I am actually reading this book called Humankind, which I actually forget. The author's name is escaping me, but I have it on my in my Instagram highlights. And it's this, it's like a history book, but it's written from the perspective of humans aren't that bad. Like it goes through a bunch of, I'm only on like page 10, but it's starting out with like going through a bunch of tragedies, like things that have happened, like Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Katrina and like, various tragedies like that where like the news at the time right when the tragic it was a tragic event people died people lost their homes but instead like a lot of the news media at the time was like focusing on the bad focusing on the deaths and the the robberies and all the stuff but they neglected to mention how people like it did bring out a lot of good in people like it, it didn't make things like things weren't you know secretly amazing or anything but people were actually very good and very selfless during this time and it, it actually brought a lot of people together right and people actually were brave in the face of tragedy same with like 9-11 they talked about 9-11 and how like a lot of people though there was panic and people were like okay all men for themselves like fuck everyone else not every most people weren't like that most people were actually walking slowly down the stairs out of the building letting people go in front of them mm-hmm. being like no 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 after you when like their life was at at stake here and right. i mean granted no one knew just how bad it was obviously like when they were in it not everyone but it just goes to show that there's a lot of like even when the going gets tough people are still good but not all people no <laughs> not all people that's true and the people that are the, the devils we, we tend to focus more on them yeah that's true but Anyway, guys. Anywho. Welcome back. What to a Match dark major. <laughs> Sorry to uh, bring up 9-11. Um, are just right into it. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Welcome back to Match Made with Katie, Colby, and Adam. Just Colby and I tonight. Adam is home in Maryland already. He celebrated his mom's birthday over the weekend. And Colby and I are here for a couple more days. We're, We're holding it down. Holding down the fort. We're going to head home on Wednesday and celebrate Christmas. 
and yeah that's what we're up to. So we're here. We are actually just recording real quick. We're going to go out and hit the town. We're actually meeting up with my parents. Um, but before, we're just going to reflect on our past week because things have happened. Week, weekend. There are developments. There are. In our lives. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? I think you should go first. Okay. I feel like <laughs> I have been... What is that saying that they always say? I It'll happen. Me. It'll happen <laughs> when, when it's you, meant to. When, when you, you least, least expect, expect it. it. When so you don't try. So I've been in my least expecting it era, waiting for love to find me. And actually, love did find me one time. And then when I was supposed to follow up on that, I got violently ill. So maybe that was a sign last week. Oh, right. Well, that was just a week ago. You act like it was like four score and seven years ago. Exactly. (laughs) But so then I decided to put a stop to that and actually start putting in an effort to find love myself. And usually I feel like when I go on dating apps, I go through like four people and then I find one that I like, and then I'm like, okay, that's my work for the day. What but do you I, mean go through four people? You just swipe through? Uh, yeah, okay. swipe through like four people, and then I'm like... Like a little burst. Discouraged. Okay, right. From the material. Okay. Or then I'll like start messaging somebody and feel like I don't need to go through anyone else because I'm like, oh, I'll go get drinks with this person, but then it never manifests into anything yeah, because like, those are the people that I like, the ones that just want an ego stroke. <laughs> And then relatable. (laughs) Yeah. And then they close out of the app as well. So finally, I had success with going on a dating app date. And normally, I would never do that on the weekend. A Saturday night is usually reserved for either sleeping or going out with my friends. Right. But went on a first date from dating app Saturday night. And it honestly was kind of a vibe. Because okay. describe him. Describe like before the before. date. Like what made you want to swipe right on him? How was the conversation leading up? I feel like on that's it, like a key piece of information. Yes. So I wanted to swipe on him. I thought that he was attractive. That's all that you can get from these dating profiles. I, mean, I yes. feel like dating profiles. Photos. Like, and yeah. you also have to take the photos with a grain of salt, as we've discussed before. But so I thought he was cute, whatever. I swiped right on him. We literally exchanged two messages. Okay. And then he, like, asked for my number, whatever. Texts me. And then he was traveling for work. Then it was Thanksgiving. Then I was gone for a week. Then he was traveling again for work. And then we were like, we have to do something before the holidays. So Saturday night was what we landed on. And What are we calling him? What's his name? I don't know. We we mentioned him briefly last episode. We called him what did well because he was in Dubai. Oh yeah, Adam called him. Adam called him Dubai because he was in Dubai, Dubai briefly for work. But, um, but that's like what's like a distinguishing f- feature of him or something that we can. What's what's his name? What speaks to you? I don't know. You don't know? What does he do? Private equity. <laughs> <laughs> finance bro. We can just call him that. Let's call him finance bro. Yeah. Okay, we went and got drinks. I had two drinks. He had two martinis and a beer. It was like a 
great app date. I feel like they are never really that bad, but sometimes they can be awkward and there were never really the awkward silences. The conversation was easy, whatever. And then he was going to call me an Uber. And then one of my friends texted me saying that she was at a bar nearby. So he ended up walking me there. You know, when you're saying bye to somebody and you kind of forget that you just met them. Yep. I yep. was like, okay, bye. Text me later, whatever. We yeah. like made out on the sidewalk, whatever. And then I was like, okay, bye. See you later. <laughs> oh, you just glossed over the most important part. You just, uh, you had a, a then, smooch, a passionate smooch then, in the West Village. And then <laughs> he was like, later tonight. And I was like, yeah. Like, I, I didn't know what to say. I was like, okay, bye. Whatever. No, I think saying then I, hello and goodbye yeah. on a date, the two most awkward, there's three awkward parts. First getting there, trying to locate them or figuring out like, if they're there first, if you're there yeah. first, should you go sit at the table? Should you wait? Second awkward part, or like that I've found to be awkward in the past, is when the check comes. Yeah, and then the third I didn't awkward even part. Pull out my card. The third part is over that. when you're leaving yeah. and like you either have to like call an Uber. He offered yes. to call you an Uber. That's yeah. amazing. I know. I was like, no, you don't have to do that. But that's so nice. nice. That's really nice of yeah. him honestly the guy that i wanted a, a date with last night offered to call me an uber as well and that was the first yeah. time that that's ever happened to me like i feel like no one has ever done that yeah to the date and i i understand not offering right. because they're presumably going to pay for the drinks and stuff so like i'll pay for one thing yeah but that was nice of him yeah i mean apparently it went well because he asked me to do something the next night did he text you after the date like immediately yeah. after the date like 15 minutes after wow that's that's also very good yeah so i guess i have a positive report card finance bro is checking all the boxes yeah so far but then i couldn't see him last night because i apparently have i want to go to rockefeller center and look at the christmas tree written across my forehead because (laughs) every single person that i am friends with has been like oh i want to go see the tree this weekend when we hang out can we do that and i'm like i've done that twice already but i haven't of seen it this season yet oh well i saw your I, story yes uh, all 17 of them <laughs> yes i saw your content so i yeah. feel like i was there i feel like i don't need to go yes you know i mean it's beautiful and honestly got me in the christmas spirit i don't have a christmas tree at home so it's nice yeah I to have my go own. out and see one i have my own here to look at i guess but so last night obviously didn't work out and he has work stuff tonight and tomorrow and i'm leaving wednesday so i think we'll just do something after the new year that's when you uh it's like the emails you get where it's like let's pick it up after the holidays right this is a 2023 conversation exactly wow and i followed him on instagram so i feel like now that <laughs> was like we can stay in touch did you way. follow him after yeah i followed him yesterday okay like last night because I always, like, wonder the protocol on that. I, I didn't want to be texting the entire time that I'm home. So I was like, you can see what I'm up to if I post anything on Instagram. That's a very valid point. And they can, like, respond to your stories and stuff. Yeah. And that, like, is another mode of, of conversation. I had a guy last night on Bumble. I opened my Bumble app because I was trying to, like, study the face of the guy that I was going on a date with to make sure I recognized him. Or, you know, when I sat down, recognized him. Um, which I do on every pre-date. And I opened a Bumble and there was like a message from a guy saying, um, what's your snap? And I looked at no. him and I was like, did I accidentally match with like a 24-year-old or something? Which, uh, you know, age is whatever. Like right. I, I look at it, I I obviously like 
consider it. But if I meet a really mature 24 year old, I wouldn't write that off, you know? Yeah. But that being said, I was like, is this guy like how old is this guy was 31 and asked me for my Snapchat. He has a girlfriend for sure. Or I don't know. See, okay. I need your opinion on this. Mm -hmm. So this same guy and other, there's been other guys on Bumble and Hinge and everything that have been like really flirty to the point of it being like creepy like yeah a little bit creepy like let me read you an example of something like this guy the guy that asked for my snap (laughs) um see look what's your snap oh my god he said hi important question and i said ask away i thought it was a good intro yeah he's like if i let you wear my best hoodie will you give it back to me important question right i'm like okay why are guys so obsessed with the hoodie thing i've never I stolen a hoodie they find it endearing uh i have <laughs> i've never I have for sure i've never stolen a hoodie i literally have taken hoodies out of the car and they'll be like that's a really nice sweatshirt i want to pack and i'm like okay and then eventually it's forgotten about you know what girls have stolen my hoodies yeah girls that come over for pregames or whatever like um late night hangs my apartment which i've had quite a few of are like oh can i wear a sweatshirt or like sometimes some people sleep over here like after a night some people will sleep over and then they don't want to like walk of shame home in their like crop top so right. they're like can i borrow a sweatshirt and i have yet to see these sweatshirts again so i guess i understand where he's coming from with this yeah but okay so the point where i was getting with this was um i said that's a good question my answer is yes i have so many good hoodies of my own like i will get good them and then he goes hmm what if it looks better off might only be one way to find out ew and then no like that wasn't even he goes i feel like you'd be a really amazing kisser and then he goes i didn't respond to that and he goes what's your snap and mind you like i was like getting these messages i'm like what time is it it was 3 p.m 3 p.m on thursday he's giving i'm gonna send you a dick pic immediately like literally i'm like what does this work for you like good lord have some decency yeah so i always when i start talking to a guy and then it like shifts to being like something like that it just feels very juvenile to me yeah and i i don't think that i will ever end up with someone who jumps to like flirty talking that quickly no. like we didn't even we weren't even you texting even said hello we haven't even met up in real like i feel like he'd be the kind of guy that would be like really upset if i didn't go home with him on the first right. date you know or i yeah. didn't put out right and he, i just feel like he'd also have some like weird fetish or something i don't know <laughs> he seems aggressive <laughs> i bet he would be like really into choking yeah but like really into it to the point where it's like this is like not enjoyable like i'm being suffocated like, I'm please stop gonna, i'm Take gonna me die. to the hospital now <laughs> i'm like getting blue in the face yeah is the ambulance outside yet because i gotta get in so anyway have you like have you been talking to him finance bro no not like how's your day whatever we've just been talking about making like with our upcoming trip to paris the girls and i need to brush up on our french skills and we are so excited to be partnering with rosetta stone to help make us pros by the summertime 
Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. It's built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages. So no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's rosettastone.com slash today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. (laughs) Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktails without the alcohol, Recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or mm-hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off Recess mocktails now at takearecess.com matchmade so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, Recess. Woo! Nitro plants. That's... Okay. He's getting like gold star after gold star yeah. after gold star because, well, and you as well. You're a part of this as well. But the fact that like, I think really in the beginning phases, like all you really need to be talking about are like, if I have something, nothing, I have literally nothing to say If to him. something like monumental happens or like, this is a funny story, yeah. like then share or something that makes you think of them. But I think mostly like you really just need to be focusing on making your next plan. Right. And if there's like no next plan, but you're just talking, it's like, that's like the bare minimum. Just like how's your day good yeah. and know? then i think it, yeah what did you eat for lunch oh my god i don't have any interest yeah. in knowing no no absolutely <laughs> what not. deli you went to <laughs> yeah literally you watching any good shows literally terrible so, yeah i yeah anyway anywho i'm happy for you i'm excited for you. you i do know well, what you mean though like in the beginning when you were saying how like people always say that when you're not looking, it'll find you. And I I do think that, that happens. And I do like have hope that that will happen for me. I think that yeah. sounds amazing. But what are you going to do in the interim? Just like sit around, twiddle your thumbs. You're not going to try it all. That's what I was doing. Like, and it didn't work. And it just, I feel like it, you almost feel like you've more of a right to complain or like be like, oh, when you're trying and it's like well at least i'm trying yeah exactly so i can complain or i can feel like oh this is like grueling and horrible and whatever but i've gotten multiple tiktoks recently of people being like i deleted all of my dating apps and now i'm meeting so many people in real life and i was like yes this is gonna happen to me then i literally (laughs) met somebody when i was out with my mom of so tonight is going to bode well for us. I think, honestly, my mom, I, I want to tell the story of my date last night, yes. but my mom calls me like mid-date yeah. and I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom really quick and take this. And I talked to my mom really quick and she was like, Katie, 
okay, is he sitting right there? Because she knew I was on a date. I'm like, mom, why are you calling me? She's like, so um, you got to come to Red Lion. My parents are in town, by the way. You got to come to Red Lion because there's so many cute boys here. I'm like, mom, I'm on a date. Yeah. Like, I'm literally on a date. (laughs) So. Okay. Anyway. Well, now it's your turn. Okay. So I discussed. The floor is yours. Thank you very much. I'm, but I'm very happy for you and I can't wait to hear updates. Thank you. On Finance Bro. Thank you. So yet again. I will keep you abreast. Please. Please do. Please tell us all. Because we're actually taking a break next week for Christmas. Christmas. But we'll have an episode the next week. We actually did well because we're, you know, a lot of podcasts will take off like two weeks. We're taking off one week. So we're putting in work. But anyway, I discussed this guy the lawyer on our last episode where I said that this guy had given like notes on my date with Ben Franklin and he like did the bold, bolded list of like his his thoughts and I really was excited like looking forward to this date because I'm like this guy already knows like the full extent of the podcast and my life and he doesn't find it alarming <laughs> and is still going on this date with me so that was good that was a weight off the shoulders and he was really cute this guy is a little bit older he's 30 he is from new york city like he just seemed like he really had his shit together so anyway we met up he suggested we go to this margarita bar so we went to a margarita bar uptown and it was really like honestly a classic like margarita bar from like a college town it seemed like almost it was like you know you walk into this place you know they have like really authentic good margaritas so i was excited it was a little bit further uptown he did offer to call me an uber but i said no thank you because i was like so nice it was extremely nice but i was like you know i don't need to do that i can just i can get myself uptown on my own and the ubers were actually not that expensive last night which was really shocking i was expecting way more because of the tourist traffic but it wasn't so took an uber uptown got there and it was like i said awkward moment number one getting there and trying to figure out like is he here yet like am i gonna recognize him like all that stuff so what my new strategy has been that they usually text like an hour before and are like are we still on and i'm like yes looking forward to it whatever then when i'm in the car and i'm like two minutes away i'll text like i'm on my way or like be there soon or something yeah that's and a good that's, tactic i did that too that's pretty much like an invitation for them to share their eta yeah like you say be there soon then they'll let you know like oh i'm running late i'm gonna be there i'm already here blah 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 so that's my new tra- my new tactic like you should send the like i'm about to be there whatever even if you're double texting i don't think it matters because it's like a status update so Long story short, I get there before he gets there. So I walk in and it's one of those places where I'm like, does he have a reservation? I don't know. Did he make a reservation? There's so many open tables. I'm like, maybe he didn't even like need, like didn't think to because he's like, he's been here before. So I go up to the woman. I'm like, I'm here for so-and-so. And she goes, okay, great. Like after, like after me. And she just starts like walking. And so I'm like following her and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to the table. I know he's not here yet. Like I feel awkward, like sitting before, he, like he made the reservation. Yeah. Like I feel bad. But then I text him. I'm like, hey, I'm sitting at the table. And he goes, what table? <laughs> like, he never made a reservation. Oh, you were just going to sit at the bar? No, no, no. no. She, like, oh. let me in oh. to a table. And I thought that it was like, I said, right. I'm here for yeah. his name. And so she led me to a table. So I was like, oh, sh-. like, this is embarrassing. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Um, well, I'm at. So then I just texted. I was like, I'm at a table. Yeah. Sorry. I said, I'm at a table. He goes, OK, cool. I'll be there in like a minute. Mind you, I was five minutes early. So this guy wasn't late. I was just like randomly early and punctual. And he said when he sat down, he's like, I'm so mad. And I'm like, why? And he was like, 
I heard on your the podcast. He says he only listened to the last episode, which I honestly believe because like to listen to all the episodes that's like a lot to do that's, before uh, first yeah. day. But I, I genuinely a think lot of research. We had said in that episode that he listened to two episodes ago that we like when a guy is like on time early or something like that. Yeah. I think we said early, or I said that, and he was like, oh, I'm so bummed because I know that you like when guys are early. And I'm like, but you are, like, on time. I'm just early. Right. So it was cute that he was, like, considerate like that. But he did say, after that, I was like, oh, so, like, my podcast. And he goes, just so you know, I only listened to the one that you, that you like, I didn't tell him to listen to that episode. I said that we had, like, a new episode. So he said that he'd only listened to that episode. And he's like, and I don't plan on listening to it otherwise. And he, he was being so nice about it when he said that. He was like, I don't plan on listening to it because I just feel like that's invasive, like, for me to know yeah. what's going on in your head without you wanting me to know. And I'm like, and then, of course, I'm like, I don't know, well, I'm such an open book, so, like, I don't care. And he was like, no, 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 just so you know, I'm not going to listen anymore. Like, you say whatever you want. I'm like, wow. He's like, please He's say like, please. what you really feel about me so I can listen to it and <laughs> I know. I'm like, see where I stand. Is that, like, his way of telling me, like, I'm gonna listen and you're not you're gonna have no idea that I'm gonna listen I don't know anyway so the date was really nice we sat drank margaritas talked um he's a lawyer so he was telling me about like what he does and it was all very interesting and it seems like he really has his shit together and he's from New York City so he was talking about growing up in New York and it was a really interesting date what kind of law does he do um that's an excellent question I don't know. All I know is that he passed the bar. <laughs> well, which is like the hottest thing yeah. I've ever heard. So it's a big accomplishment. Yeah. But he was very nice. I think my one takeaway, like a lot of people are asking me like, oh, like, how was it? How was it? How was it? And I'm like, it's really hard to tell after a first date. Right. Like, how was it? Like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, how was it? How was it to myself? Like, right. I don't know. It's like, I was so focused on myself as well. Like making sure that I was putting forth the best version of myself that I was and trying not to be embarrassing or like yeah. anything like that, that I feel like I, I definitely like know that I had a good time and that it was like not a train wreck and that it all like flowed very nicely. Nothing felt like too awkward or weird yeah. or like, and he seemed very interested in what I was saying and no phones were pulled out. Like it was right. very good like that it almost felt like I've known him for a long time like that sort of feeling like I felt like comfortable yeah he wasn't like a stranger like you said um but it was hard for me to like identify like is this my person I don't fucking know like how do you know after a first no. date people always say they're like I knew it like love it for a sight I'm like that's amazing for you and I always thought that I would have that and maybe I will still but I just don't know like I think he's attractive I think he's really nice and very interesting and very smart and like seems to be i think those are all positive takeaways after first date right first dates are really just to judge if you want to see them again exactly i think like it's you can't really put too much pressure on it to determine whether or not they're going to be like you know something long-standing something you're going to go on multiple dates i think you got to give it like two dates so i'm going to give it two dates correct with the lawyer you are but something funny so i we i feel like every date now it always comes up like, okay, what's the worst date you've ever been on? So you like tell a story about like the worst date yeah. you've ever been on. And I actually told him the story that I've told numerous times on this podcast, so I'm not going to share it again, but everyone knows about the, the shaved cat. cat, the shaved cat under the bed incident of I, like, I, we will never forget and bachelor in paradise <laughs> and bachelor in paradise. And I was forced to watch bachelor in paradise. And he was trying to like feel me up 
during Bachelor in Paradise. So how romantic. Uh, so romantic. So I told him that story as being like one of my dating horror stories. And he texted me later or earlier today. And he was like, because I, I said in the story, I was like explaining it to him and how I opened the door to the surprise and it's right. the shaved cat. And I just said like, hi, <laughs> hi, hey there. Hey, how y'all doing? Because I hate the fucking cat. Right. I, I just think it looks like so bizarre. And he goes, I thought about you saying hi to the, sh- the shaved cat mid bench press today and burst out laughing. I almost dropped the barbell on my face. He's so masculine and He's strong. So, so masculine and at the gym, <laughs> but I appreciated it. Yes. I thought was, you're on his mind. It's a little flex, you know. Even in his like most vulnerable time. Yeah. <laughs> Under the barbell. Oh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. He seems like promising at this point. It's like, you know, I'm putting on the brakes from like most dating things because I'm going home for so long and then like New Year's Eve and all that. So I feel like it's There's just like, a two week grace period yeah here. Every, everything's kind of just like floating in midair for the next two weeks and yeah. then you like pit, pick things back up and figure out what's going on i think mm-hmm. with numerous people that i'm talking to and whoever but yeah. and katie and it's i okay. are embarking on a new challenge in january what's our new challenge our dry january oh, oh, oh. dry january except for dates yes so <laughs> whenever we're itching for a drink we can just go on a date we have to like <laughs> give ourselves Seek a little, out a suitor <laughs> a little motivation <laughs> yes to uh maybe, maybe our- the weekend dates will become a staple yeah maybe our rule should just be like no paying for alcohol in january maybe <laughs> so we have to use our social skills yes and polish up our social skills to yeah, get be free, more free drinks <laughs> confident in terms of going up to random strangers yeah but last night i will say to what you said earlier about not offering to pay to split it's i think it's all about the body language yeah because if he already the guy had, like was taking his wallet out like he and i like went to go reach for my bag and i was like he's not even looking no. at me i'm not gonna say oh do you want to split it <laughs> i completely agree with you because that happened to me last night yeah. like, he had already had his wallet right. like ready and threw it on right. there and gave it back to him before i even could open my mouth yeah. so my new tactic is when that happens when there isn't like a pause where like it's like okay what do we do there was no pause so my tactic was i was just saying i just said thank you yeah i like looked at him like thank you so much right like that's okay. what i said too just yeah be have good manners in that way but i think like i was like one of those people that would die on the hill of i will offer to split i will offer to split right. it's good manners it's like you know feminist of me yeah but honestly if they make the date they make the plan they tell you what time they like they take control of the date i think that it's understood that they would pay for it I don't right know. if i took charge of the date i would pay for it you know if there was an if the bill was on the table for longer, longer than, than two seconds yeah, maybe if it was a moment of conversation maybe i would do it but right i don't know yeah if it felt awkward not to right but it was i don't know that was my actually like the first time that i officially just was like i'm not even getting to that awkward point yeah no i totally understand that it's it's like you know there's so many things and that is why like i say going on dates putting yourself out there it's the most like courageous good thing you could do for yourself because putting yourself through the hard stuff you know puts the shine into the diamond they say yes it's good pressure good things will come the pressure and then you get so good at it like last night i I felt like a 
a well-oiled machine yeah. with my dating. Like I'm like just on it. I know, like I know what to talk about. It's just when it's I've done like it so first much. date after first date after first date, then I get like burnout. I do have fatigue. I do have fatigue then I'm right like, now. I need like a month off of this. Right. So that's why we have these next two weeks to be yeah. off and recharge and then Correct. get back out there, back on the horse. But it is a pivotal two time period, two weeks, because you can't have like you know the person forget about you. Correct. Which they won't if they're the right person. No, ma'am. It's that you shouldn't feel so much pressure to, like, you know. Yeah. Be popping in way too much and f- stalking them and figuring out what they're doing. Right. Like, I think that everyone's kind of operating with, like, okay, we're going to p- pick things back up in yeah. two weeks. And like, it's like, I'm going to be with my family. You're going to be gonna with be your yours. family. Yeah, it's like you have other things to focus on. Correct. I'm going to be focusing on my Christmas Day movie that I do every year. What is Our that? Our tradition is back. So my family has this tradition, my immediate family, where Christmas Day, we get Chinese food, and then we go to the movie theater right after. So we go to dinner first. Wait, that's and then so fun. we watch like a movie, and then we go home and go to bed. I don't know how I didn't know that you did that. Every year. Well, the last two years, it's been tough with COVID. Oh, right. Because Omicron yeah. made it so the theaters were closed last year, and then the year before, obviously, it was like this, you know, when it all hit. So yeah. we haven't been able to do it for two years, but now that we're back and the theaters are open and everyone is fine now, we are going to see Avatar 2. Ooh. Because my sister and my dad, we always watch like a sci-fi movie because my parents, or my sister and my dad love sci-fi and my mom and I are just like, whatever. I don't care as long as I get my raisinets and my popcorn. Yep. (laughs) You're such a raisinets queen. I I am a raisinette. That's me. (laughs) You You identify as a raisinette. Yes, I do. I love Raisinets. Anyways, we're watching a movie this year, and I'm very excited to... That is so fun. ...look like shit and go to the movies. I cannot wait for Christmas Eve. I couldn't give a shred of a shit about Christmas Day, but I love Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is so great. What do you do on Christmas Eve? So, we used to go to church. Oh, yeah. I used to, too. And actually, COVID took that away from us. We had champagne at home around our Christmas tree, and had dinner at our own house peak covid right year yeah and then last year our family friends always have a christmas eve party and it was scaled back last year but we still went to that but instead of going to church we went and got champagne at a restaurant and it felt just way more festive than just being home right so that's cute yeah so we're doing that again this year just my immediate family going to that same restaurant and then we'll go to my family friend's party this year which is back up and running and full steam ahead that's so cute yes. i can't wait to one day like when i have kids and like a home have like an annual yeah. party like i want to have every year the chris jenner party that's my plan does she do it on christmas eve yeah okay and it's like a black tie affair it's christmas yeah. k-r-i-s it is, it is. that's literally what i want me too. I can't wait to be invited to that yes, when you have it. you can come. But for sure. I mean, I've said this. Like, We I, can be co-hosts. Okay, I'm totally down with that. We we have to live next door to each other, yes. though. We, we'll do it in our backyard. Yes, we can have well, intercom no, systems. It's cold. Well, we'll have heaters. Yeah. We'll have heaters. But I keep saying, I don't know why this is like popping into my brain, but I always, I, I've been saying more recently that I really want to have a New Year's Eve wedding. Yes. And I just think that I want that you to. It's kind of like on brand for me. Like, I feel like. But I think the bridesmaids could be in velvet gowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a dark emerald with green. With like gloves. With gloves. 
Yeah. Or who knows what'll be in style by yeah. the time I get right. finally married. But I feel like some people are like, well, that's kind of selfish of you to have your wedding on like a holiday where people make plans. But I'm like, no one ever has plans I for New Year's people Eve. people appreciate a New Year's Eve wedding. They're the like, only perfect. hard thing is if a lot of people have kids by then and babysitters are hard to come by. That is true. That's a good point that I didn't think of, Colby. But whatever. They, whatever. they can figure that out for themselves. You guys can't come. Yeah. <laughs> Stay at home. Yep. Missing the party of the century. Exactly. Well, they'll, they'll have a year notice. I'll be available. To be able to get a babysitter. Don't worry. I'm already available. Thank that you. That day. Thanks so much. <laughs> uh, 2048. <laughs> Katie ties the knot on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I'll be there to catch the bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll both be, uh, hopefully, have figured it out by then. Yeah. But... Anyway. Anywho. Should we go get dinner? Yes. And it's time for us to do some field research. It's time for us to hit the town. Signing off for the last episode of 2022. The last match made. Love ya. See ya. Bye.